0: Welcome to the podcast, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. I'm Amanda Love, and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who was diagnosed with fibromyalgia almost 11 years ago at the young age of 20. Now I help those with fibromyalgia through supplements, lifestyle changes, food choices, and more. Today's topic is psychology of eating. But first, why did I choose this subject? I chose this subject because we don't focus on it. We focus on what foods we are eating or not eating. We focus on working out. We focus on lifestyle changes and supplements. But have you ever thought that the psychology of eating plays a huge role in all these mentioned, and it should be the number one thing that you focus on first because it impacts all the others? Little backstory on me, back in 2016, I was getting my education to become a registered holistic nutritionist, but I knew that the psychology of eating was a huge part of helping people with their health. So on top of studying to become a registered holistic nutritionist, which I became in May 2017, I enrolled in an eight-month certification course on the psychology of eating covering topics such as weight, body image, overeating, binge eating, compulsive eating, chronic dieting, energy and fatigue digestive health and immune health. This course gave me the title of Eating Psychology Coach, but the most important thing is that it gave me the expertise to teach you who's listening about this topic along with helping my clients. Now on to today's topic. We hear all the time from media, friends and family that we should try this diet and that diet and it's gonna solve all our health issues. I wanna tell you that is not true. There's no single perfect diet. There are a spectrum of usable diets and the perfect diet for any one person may constantly change. You'll never hear me push a certain diet on someone. What works for me might not work for you. And at the time of this recording, I'm 31 years old and I've been off gluten, soy, eggs, dairy for almost 10 years. Very little sugar in my diet. I eat fruits, protein, vegetables, carbs, nuts, and seeds. This works for me, but doesn't mean I will tell you to do it. As a registered holistic nutritionist, it's my job to come up with a plan that works for you. There are so many factors to consider for your way of eating that works. It depends on factors such as age, sex, level of exercise, sense of taste and pleasure, upbringing, culture, Life face and personal belief. This is what I can help you with as a private client so you don't have to figure it out yourself. My nugget of wisdom. Each diet, health expert, nutritional expert has some useful nugget of wisdom that you can apply to your life. The thing is that you need to find that nugget of wisdom in that system and experiment with it in your own body. I want you to think of the health experts. A lot of times, health, nutrition, fitness experts tend to know what they need to do for their own bodies. Then they decide to put those findings as applicable to those they work with as clients. I don't do that. I Actually do a 90-minute health history to get to know you, to figure out a plan that works for you and your lifestyle, and what your health concerns are, and how we can prove them. By extension, science can prove virtually any position in health, medicine, and well-being. Body wisdom and experience is where the rubber meets the road when it comes to health and nutrition. You're going to choose what you believe, listen to the experiences, and experiment with it. The perfect diet. The search for the perfect diet, the one and the only right way to eat, is illusionary. And such a journey is filled with limitation, frustration, fundamentalism, narrowness, and ultimate failure. Perfectionism invariably leads to self abuse. You are probably looking for perfection, which none of us can do. Four levels of diet, a maintenance diet, therapeutic, if you have a health condition, experimental, trying different diets, supplements, optimizing, athletes, physical performance, super immunity function. Good food, bad food. The food itself is neutral. Yes, some are great for the body, others aren't. Yet the food themselves are not morally good or morally bad. Moralism around food creates suffering, ill vised nutritional strategies, and stops the questioning process. Nutrition is not a black and white subject. Think of this, when you tell someone to not eat that food, they're hearing they're a bad person for eating it. Take out bad from the equation. You have to give people the choice. Start seeing food as neutral. The dose makes the poison. If food is neither good nor bad, what determines its value? In large part, the dose makes the poison. Furthermore, how we use a food determines its value. When it's eaten, why, under what circumstances, the quality of food, and more. Secrets of eating psychology. Our issues and challenges with food and body have little or nothing to do with food or body. Our issues with food and body are symbolic of something deeper. Our issues with food and body are doorways to more profound and compelling issues. A key concept, every symptom has a cosmetic message. Every disease is a whispering from a higher source and contains insight that is deep, powerful, and must be heard. By hearing the message in our symptoms or disease, the physical challenge can better run its course and be complete. Not listening encourages the message to blast a little louder. Another way of saying this, the disease or symptoms is so much the problem, it should show you that you need to take care of yourself. So our challenges with food and body are not here to be forth and overpowered, but to be deeply listened to. One of my tasks as a health practitioner is to see beyond my client's basic challenges with food and health and explore the hidden messages within them. With each client, I don't see what you're dealing with as an irritating problem or bad luck that needs fixing that you might think. I see you as someone who is a beautiful and has a meaningful life journey where the biology of the body mirrors the experience of the soul. With each client, I ask, how is their food health challenge actually a gift, important message of higher wisdom? What is this challenge teaching my clients? If you love this episode and feel like this is something that is missing with your health journey, next step after this episode is to schedule your free 30 minute phone call for this week. So we can discuss your 5 fibromyalgia journey, what your needs and challenges are, and we will also talk about your next step with getting well. The link is in the show notes or you can private message me on Insta or Facebook, which is Amanda Elise Love. Your health is more in your hands than you think.